Hello and welcome to episode 7 of the Random Tile Podcast. Today's episode is Evil Moves In, and I'm Jason. And I'm Jose. And as the name implies, we're going to be talking about Resident Evil Revelations, the new, really graphically impressive 3DS game that came out this past week. Yeah, probably one of the, one of the, well, I guess like the, one of the first AAA games that the Original AAA game that the 3DS... One of the, yeah. ones, one of the ones from the previous E3, where before the 3DS came out, where they were announcing all these crazy good games. That wasn't And then they all vanished for like a year, yeah. and now they're starting to come out. We have uh, Resident Evil that just came out, Metal Gear in a few weeks. Yeah. So it's finally starting to pick up steam. But um, in addition to Resident Evil, this is an exciting episode, because we just got back from the Rhythm Heaven Fever launch event in LA, and... Uh, yeah, yeah, we'll be talking about that. It's been a long with, night. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's been a long night. We've, we'll be talking about that along with uh, some Wii U rumors and a lot more. So I guess we should jump right in uh, and yeah. talk about the awesome Rhythm Heaven Fever. Yeah, event. so we just came back from um, from the Rhythm Heaven event. Literally just came back. Like, we're recording this right <laughs> as we walked in the door. And um, the Rhythm Heaven event, it was um, held at the I Am 8-Bit Art Gallery yeah. at, um, in Los Angeles. Yeah, in uh, Echo Park, for anyone familiar with the LA area. And... It's really impressive what they did. Um, at first, I thought it was just going to be um, just the gallery, and they just had like game de- like game kiosk inside there, and that's it. But they actually took the time to like just like in a way like they basically took mini- all the, like they renovated it a little. Like they, they took all the art out of the gallery. It's probably between exhibitions right now. But um, oh, and yeah, they took all the art out, and then they replaced it with kiosks, banners, projected logos, a DJ, all these. It, it was cool. They, they even nice recreated job. um like. I mean, besides from the the seal plushies from this mini game in Red Dead, right, right. they had plushies. They, they had the seesaw man that like, right. that, that, like, and they were hanging in the front windows. Yeah, they, they were in. reenacting a part of the mini game, and I thought that was really cool. Yeah, they did. A, they, Nintendo did a nice job, and it's funny how different it was compared to the uh, Tetris Axis tweet up that Nintendo put on. Yeah, here this was LA. on a way greater scale. Yeah, the Tetris Axis thing in October, which I believe we talked about in our first episode. Yeah. Um, that one, it was just, like, it wasn't really aimed at Nintendo fans. It was aimed more at, like, Housewives, honestly. And it was kind of cool. They took over a restaurant. They had hors d'oeuvres and stuff. But this, they had, like, they took over the entire gallery. They replaced everything. It was definitely for gamers. Like, the DJ was playing in between, like, Kanye and random stuff. He was playing Mario music and Zelda music, like, original music from the games. And he even, like, he like, did a mashup of uh, the flag music from the original Mario with Kanye, which I thought was ridiculous but awesome at the same time yeah, it was it was really cool and like it also like cool that he just played um the throwback galaxy track from mario galaxy 2 oh, just, yeah, like yeah. he just played like there was no remix of it it was just straight from galaxy 2 yeah he played the zelda theme at one point too but yeah. um it was yeah great. No, it, it, was it, was, great. it was a really cool event they had a good amount of swag we got some posters some shirts uh some some earphone some earphone wrapper things they're basically these Two little characters from the box art, and you wrap headphones around them. We got oh. they had photo opportunity. They had this really cool thing. They're doing something that they're calling "Join the Fever," where you go Rhythm Heaven slash Join the Fever dot Nintendo dot com. Oh god! <laughs> video submissions. Yeah. You basically make a video of yourself bouncing around to the music or bopping to the music. So they had a booth for that, so we did that. Pretty ridiculous. Uh, the link, if it's not on Twitter by the time you're listening to this, it'll be. We will tweet it very soon. Uh, also, they had another photo op thing, and they had. Uh, yeah, yeah it's a very cool. Event. Yeah, they they created props like that you could take photos with like just for the event. It was it was pretty cool. Like there's a mini game where you have to like screw the heads on like two little robots, and they made one of those heads that you could wear on your head. Yeah, they had a, ro- a life size robot head that you could put on, and, and an oversized photo. golf club that you could pose with, and like baby seals. They did a, they did a nice stuff. job. It was definitely especially for a game like Rhythm Heaven, where I feel there isn't a whole lot of hype. 
like the original, the original rhythm heaven while really fun on DS. Yeah, they, it didn't sell super well. Yeah, so I assume like they that had was Beyonce kind of the end in their of it. commercials and it didn't sell super well. So then when Fever was coming, yeah, when Fever, like you were saying, when, that'd be the end of it. But then they announced Fever coming to the US, and it's like, okay, that's cool. Yeah, and I, then they do this blowout launch event, which was like, yeah, I just didn't see it coming. Like, even when they announced Fever, I still thought like, oh, is this gonna get released? Right, it'll just get released. Yeah. But they did this whole thing, and it, it was very well done. Yeah, it's it's much better than just making a Beyonce oh, commercial. We forgot a really big part. They had free food, and more importantly, free drinks. Yeah, which a, gives you open a, bar, which free you, open bar, <laughs> which fun. gives you an extra wristband with which equals is more rhythm heaven swag. Yeah, because uh, the wristbands have rhythm heaven characters on, so yeah. it definitely went all out. Uh, very cool event. I love when Nintendo does oh, stuff like this. One other thing um, the, that was uh, worth LA. mentioning: um, they had um, two artists painting their interpretations mm. of rhythm heaven mini games. Right, right. And they gave away those paintings, and they were in really, a raffle. Yeah, yeah. they did. They're basically artists. You might have just said this, sorry, but they're there are artist interpretations yeah. of them. So they were, they didn't really match the game, but they were the same characters in a new light, basically. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was really cool. Uh, I wish we won the raffle. I would want one of those. I know. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's a very cool event, and the game itself is a lot. Yeah, I mean, we we got to like touch upon it. We played I mean... single player, multiplayer. But yeah, since you're a big fan of the uh, single, or sorry, of the game as a whole, we uh, it might be appropriate to talk about. It. In uh, the next episode of the Ramtown Podcast, I guess that'd be episode eight, and you've played the Japanese version, right? Yeah. So, and boy, there, there's a lot to say about it, right? And you want to look at the differences, so I guess we have to wait for the real release. But based on what we, so stay tuned for that next time, guys. But yeah, but based on what we <laughs> played today, it is a fun game. It's only thirty dollars when it comes out on uh, this coming Monday. Yeah, so, which is, I mean, I just want to briefly, briefly touch on this, yeah, but uh, I mean, of I mean, there's like. I mean, some reviews are already trickling in about the game, and right. one of the things that they're saying is that it's very light on content. Mm-hmm. But I f- like at first I felt that way, but after hearing about the it's a, the bargain price, it felt very very justified. Like I would uh-huh. still pay the fifty four bucks, but yeah, I don't know. I just That's think, a tax. The 54, yeah. just to clarify. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, fifty four. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. I think that's just a little. I don't know. That's an odd thing to say after. It's like they're not considering because I mean I bet these people just got like press copies since the game is not even out yet. So. Right, right. But I mean that's something reviewers are always mindful of as if it's worth the price. But I agree. I mean I played your Japanese copy and it is fun and it is worth the money. I'd say so. Oh, but yeah. yeah, once again, that's something we should definitely you know it's something once we have full impressions of the game we will definitely check out. But um, in the meantime, we can say it is worth buying. And the event, event was very cool. Yeah. Nintendo, please make more of them. Yeah, we, we made a kind of joking request, somewhat, actually pretty serious, after the tweet, uh, the Tetris tweet back in October saying, Nintendo, you need to do more stuff in LA. So far, if they, they up the ante pretty well, so if they keep upping it, the next event's going to be even better. Oh, yeah. I'm uh, very happy with, uh, I'm saying I'm a lot. I'm very happy <laughs> with, the, with the event. I thought Nintendo did a great job. And also, uh, we have to, I mean, I am 8-Bit and Giant Robot also helped organize it. They, uh, they're pretty big in the video game scene here in LA. I made fit their fan art, essentially a video game fan art museum and yeah. community, and they do a whole bunch of video game stuff across the industry. Ooh, Street Passes galore too. Oh yeah, I got like fifty, sixty. Yeah, yeah, that's actually they, they, good. They, that's a good thing. They uh, left almost like nothing for like e like Comic Con, Anime Expo, whatever. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna run out of puzzles before yeah. we get to any of that. But that that's something worth mentioning is. Whenever there's an opportunity to go to a Nintendo event, even if you don't care about the specific Nintendo game, go because you get that community Nintendo vibe. Yeah. Like there are a lot of people I was getting second, third street passes, which who I ne- who I've never met, but it's just because they go to all these Nintendo events and we go to all these Nintendo events. I mean, uh, Comic Con, Anime Expo, which they're not specifically Nintendo, but um, 
the Zelda concert, this, the Tetris yeah. You know, all these people resurface at the same events over and over. So it's kind of, it's like you get to know people even though you don't really know them. It's a, it's a weird but very cool feeling. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's weird, but... Yeah. But yeah, definitely uh, Nintendo pulled off a very successful event. Very happy with it. And of course, transition time. Of course, <laughs> Nintendo's a lot on their plate this year. So they're off to a good start in 2012. But going down the road, there's the Wii U. Pretty big launch coming up, and it's interesting because while we won't see any actual news till E3 in June, I'd imagine, we're getting some interesting rumors coming out of Twitter in particular. Uh, there's a guy... Well, first, before I get to this guy, let's talk about a different rumor. There's a Nintendo site called Nintendo Enthusiast. Quite frankly, I'm not sure how entirely reliable they are, so take this with a grain of salt, but it is being reported around the web based on what these guys are reporting, that Activision is going to be ramping up its Nintendo support starting this year, presumably for the 3DS and the Wii U. And if they've had pretty big success on Nintendo platforms. I mean, Guitar Hero, the best-selling version, was on the Wii. Wait, really? Guitar Hero 3 was huh. best-selling on the Wii. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Skylanders, yeah. I'd imagine, is doing super well on the Wii and the 3DS because those are the more kid-friendly platforms. Um, and I know they're doing well overall, but just my yeah. guess is it's the Wii and the 3DS. And now Nintendo Enthusiast is saying that Activision is going to double down on the Wii and the 3DS, Wii U and the 3DS, and they're going to release even more stuff. And they have a launch lineup plan, a pretty big launch lineup plan. They're going forward, going to focus a lot more on these consoles, probably based on these past successes. What this means, I don't know if anyone knows for sure, but Nintendo Enthusiast is speculating it could mean that a real, legit Call of Duty game will be on Nintendo consoles, not the uh, like Wiiified versions of Modern Warfare and Modern Warfare 3 that they and World at War and. Black Ops that they released, which weren't bad. Treyarch did a great job, but they weren't, like, comparable to the 360 and PS3 versions. So, yeah. So, I don't know. It's just something just something to throw out there. Very cool, true. Activision's a very big publisher, so if they have their, if the support's there, and with Activision comes Blizzard, and I don't know, a tablet controller makes perfect sense for, say, StarCraft or Diablo. That's true. MMOs, like, just never seem to really work with just the basic controller setup. So right, well, those are more screen. strategy games. World no, yeah. Warcraft would be the actual MMO. But, yeah, I guess... Well, MMO, like, yeah, real-time strategy games, like, they just need the... Yeah, like, yeah. Just a keyboard. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, so that's definitely an interesting rumor. And on the similar vein, this is the Twitter thing I was mentioning a second ago. Um, there's this guy on Twitter who goes by the name... Watch me butcher this somehow. Super Annuation... His handle, if anyone's curious, is uh, at super. Wow, I cannot say that. <laughs> super super, ero- super erogatory. Thank you, super erogatory. Um, that I don't know why he's two names, but he's I don't know. Maybe he's like Ricky Bobby and Todd Bacon Knights. Well, maybe first the first names. one was taken when he made a Twitter maybe. account. But anyway, that's too <laughs> logical. We can't go with that. <laughs> anyway, he is apparently a very a fairly reputable guy in the world of video games. He's followed like multiple sites consider him a pretty good source. The editor-in-chief of Kotaku, uh, Stephen Totel, he follows him, so there must be some something there, right? <laughs> but anyway, I know it's like a weird reason to back it, but I'm just thinking, like, if he's followed by a real, legit game journalist and other websites report on this guy's tweets... Well, I mean, until America's following our Twitter, that doesn't necessarily make us any... I know, but it's just... That's but then true. again, it's not any one particular person. It's right, it's just until America, and that's just because we tweet about them so much that they're returning the favor. But, um... Thank you, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> thanks, Nintendo. Uh, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, he said, he said two different, he had two different tweets that both are kind of interesting. One is that Ubisoft is, um, was at one point, their Vancouver studio was making a motion sports game for the Wii U as a launch title. Now, motion sports has been Ubisoft's Wii Sports knockoff. 
So while not great by any means, it's like, whatever. The fact that they were developing it means that Ubisoft is even more committed to the Wii U than we already knew with um, Ghost Recon Online and the first-person shooter. What's it called? Killer... Oh, man. Killer something from outer space. Killer Freaks? Killer Freaks from outer space. Yeah, it is. It is yeah. yeah, yeah. Those two games are already announced, but and they said they had more in the works. Such, a, that, such a creative title. Yeah, but it sounds like one of those like grindhouse movies. It looks like a grindhouse. Yeah, movie. it's supposed to. Yeah, <laughs> which probably is why it sounds like it too. But um, yeah, so I mean, beyond that, the fact that they have more games is interesting and bodes well. I mean, Ubisoft and Nintendo are clearly very close. They've said that numerous times. But um, Motion Sports, just to be clear, has presumably been canceled because the developer Ubisoft Vancouver just got shut down. That specific studio. But, okay, so that's even, that's actually a whole nother point. If a game is in development for the Wii U, and it gets cancelled, not because the game's bad, but because the studio's getting shut down, does that mean Ubisoft feels as such a good lineup of Wii U launch titles that they can afford to lose one? Uh, Isn't that kind of an interesting angle to look at? I don't know if this is a good angle, but it's an interesting angle. So it could bode well for the Wii U's launch, but you never know. Hmm, well, that's like an interesting thing they're still on the way. Yeah, and the last rumor is... I love how quiet you're being. You're just, like, digesting it. The last rumor <laughs> is um, Junction Point. They are the developers of Epic Mickey. They're run by uh, Warren Spector and his oh, team. Oh, Epic Mickey. Yes. Well, the sequel's coming out. Epic Mickey 2. It's, it's going to be multi-platform, supposedly. It's going to be on PS3, Xbox, and Wii, of course. Because they all have motion controls now? They or? do, and they want to sell more of it. No surprise there. But the rumor mm. is, once again from this same guy on Twitter, Superannuation... He tweeted that apparently Junction Point is, quote, implementing Wii U support for Epic Mickey 2. He goes on to tweet that he's not sure if this means a full Wii U title, or if it's going to be on the Wii, but if you play it through the Wii U's backwards compatibility, suddenly the tablet controller works. Well, I mean... If that's the case, that is weird, and I hope it doesn't become a trend. I wouldn't be surprised if it does, I mean... But that means they're not utilizing the good graphics, yeah, but all they're it, doing is I mean, that's kind of what happened to the Wii, in a sense. I mm-hmm. mean, like, every game that happened to come out on all three consoles kind of felt like they had to use the motion controls. Right, but at least with, in those cases, they were made for the Wii. Like, it wasn't, like, literally a... That'd be like if you had a PS2 game put in your PS3, and suddenly it's like, you can now use six axes. Well, I guess, like, that goes back to the, just the Call of Duty games. That's essentially what those yeah, were. Yeah, that's true. But I just, I hope that's I not I mean, they trying. didn't even bother using the Classic Controller Pro. They the, just went straight right, for the Wii right, Remote Check. Right, The main reason I hope that doesn't become a trend is because that means the first line, the first year of Wii U titles are essentially all going to be Wii ports. Not even Wii ports. They're going to be Wii games. They're going to be games released for both the Wii and the Wii U, one SKU. So you can put it in your Wii and play it, put it in your Wii U and play it, but put it in the Wii U. Graphics will improve. Features won't be there, except you can use the tablet controller. No, I, hope that, I hope that doesn't happen, because that'd be like... That'd be worse than the shoehorning of motion controls, like you were saying. Or even worse than, like, when developers were making uh, cheap DS games at the very beginning, and they were super gimmicky uses of the touchscreen, like, yeah. in the first year or two. I hope that doesn't happen, because the Wii U needs a very strong start, not something like that. From third parties, I mean. Yeah. Nintendo will do its own thing. But, I mean, yeah, that probably could have flown, like, five years ago, but nowadays... Yeah, it's a little yeah. harder now. Once again, it is a rumor. All three of these things are rumors. Who knows what's true, but... Interesting yeah. nonetheless, and with no real news right now, because Nintendo's doing, being its usual quiet self, rumors are all we got, yeah. Yeah. so well, we might I mean, as well speculate inter- away like, with Something the interesting I read today, um, uh-huh. there's also a rumor, like, I'm, I don't know if you've heard of it, but that um, apparently the Xbox 360 successor is also going to have an HD tablet controller. Yeah, that's a rumor from a few weeks ago, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember I remember hearing about 
I have no idea if it's true. I can see, I mean, Microsoft's trying to unify its uh, entire spectrum of products under the Metro UI, which yeah. is what Windows Phone has and what Windows 8 will feature. I could see them having the, the, set, the Xbox 720, let's call it. Um, I can see it having a tablet with the Metro UI. But I don't know if it's going to be... I don't know what it's going to be. I don't well, know. I don't know if that's true. I mean, it, like, I mean, and if it is, though, I mean, it would kind of put all three consoles kind of like... It would do the same thing. Because, I mean, they're saying like the PS3 could kind of replicate some of the things with the Vita. But the problem is the I mean, Wii U I mean, would then be underpowered, much like the Wii was. Yeah. Because if the... It's going to put it back in... If the 720 yeah. and the PS4 come out, those are going to have even better graphics. The Wii U is better than the 360 and PS3, but presumably it's more like a Dreamcast in terms of it's going to be an in-between for the two cycles, not a whole new... Not like a full step forward, I'd imagine. Yeah. So then the Wii would be behind, and they get the bad ports, and it'd just be yeah, the Wii. It's going to come back to just Nintendo exclusives, and that's what happens every time. Which is unfortunate because, like, I just read off a whole bunch of uh, cool rumors, but here's how it works. Here's the Nintendo cycle. System comes out. Third party support's huge. It's going to do great. Third party support isn't huge. It doesn't do great. Third parties back away. You're buying only Nintendo games. Where does all that hype from E3 go? I, 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 I remember all their weird. trailers. Like, like the, yeah, it's weird because like for the GameCube, remember the Resident Game, Evil? Yeah, the Capcom 5, which is <laughs> the Capcom 2 or 3, 3, I think. And then, like, uh, the 3DS had happened again in its first year. I mean, it's better now, but it was oh, like... Mega Man Legends. Right, 3DS and it is announced at E3. They had, like, a ton of third-party games. Metal Gear, Resident Evil, da-da-da. Like, it keeps going. Ace Combat, this, that, and the next thing. They did come out, but it's been a very weird... And it was all sounding like it was going to be out within the first few months of the system. And people were saying, oh, best launch lineup ever. We now have Resident Evil almost a year after the system came out. Metal Gear almost a year after the system came out. Ace Combat came out last November, but it wasn't that great. Like, it's like... And then it got the decent reviews. Yeah, it did, right. but it didn't get great reviews. But and, here's what's going to happen. somehow supports some... Cir- Circle Pass? Yeah, Circle yeah, Pass Pro. The, yeah, I think the Jap- I don't know about the American version. I think the Japanese version was. Because huh. it, it came out in America first. But um, what's going to happen, and I already know this is going to happen because it's just Nintendo's cycle, unfortunately, is the third-party games, Ace Combat, whatever, won't sell as well. Resident Evil, I think, is doing fine. When I picked it up uh, at Best Buy, one Best Buy was sold out and the other only had two copies left. I have a shipment of at least 20, so it might do okay. But um, lots of these games aren't going to sell very well. Third-party are going to balk at that and go like, I, I don't, I don't want to support 3DS, I'm not getting any money off it. And they're going to back away and then we're stuck with Nintendo only. Which is fine. Nintendo makes great games, but for a healthy ecosystem for 3DS, you need the third-party stuff. Yeah, I'm mean, not talking Pets 3D for Ubisoft or My Horses 86. I'm talking, I'm talking like good 3D or yeah, good third-party. Because I mean, I really like the. Um, I mean, we'll obviously get into it today, but I really, I'm really liking how Resident Evil Revelations is going right now. So I, w- I would really hope to maybe get another game. Right. Later, or maybe like, well, a new, think, or maybe a Metal Gear Solid just for the like an exclusive game, right. not just a port. Right, not just Snake Eater again. I'm hoping that the demos on the eShop might help boost third-party sales. Because, I mean... And it is too early. We don't know all the third-party sales yet, obviously. But that mm. convi- the demo for Resident Evil convinced me about it. So I'm hoping I'm not the only one. And maybe Nintendo finally will find a way and to get the there's their like publicity. price drop. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Well, and the fact that um, the... The misspelling on the title also, like, kind of convinced people, oh, like, collectors to buy it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, a, that's part of the reason I bought it day one, because, like, I don't want the misspelled box, because it's going to be worth hundreds in a few <laughs> years, or, I mean, like, a couple decades, so. Yeah. Yeah, plus you couldn't get from Capcom customer service the correct box insert, and then just put it in and keep the other one, so it's a win-win. Yeah. 
But yeah, so that's a look at some Wii U rumors. Um, I mean, I've said this on the podcast before, but definitely, it's going to be a fun year for Nintendo news just because of the Wii U and all the stuff going into E3 and then beyond E3 is just going to be nuts in terms of what they announce. So, yeah. so exciting stuff. Yeah, and, um, and speaking of announcements, um, last week, well, yeah, last podcast, we mm-hmm. mentioned that um, there was going to be an Ace Attorney event that Sunday. Right, right, the day the podcast went yeah. out. And we were like, Ho- well, hopefully nothing's announced because we can't talk about it for two yeah, weeks. And it yeah. was the, the 10th anniversary event of the series, and it's the 10th anniversary for Japan. Because right. it came out way before. Yeah, it was out in, uh, I guess, 2000... 2002 on the Game Boy Advance. Yeah. And it didn't come to the States until the DS, right? Yeah, so they right. already had the trilogy on the Game Boy Advance, and so they got the trilogy twice before they got any new games, and we got... Three times, because one of the announcements was an HD version of 1, 2, and 3. Well, Phoenix, four times right? if you count the WiiWare version, because they're really just upscaled versions of the DS. Right, more. and just to clarify, HD versions for uh, iOS, so iPhone, iPod, But iPod, the iPod, iPod already has... Ah, but now three. these are HD with hand-drawn what's, graphics. What's interesting, though, is that if great. you already have those versions, it offers to upgrade them for free. Really? Yeah. That's cool, Cap. But the catch is, um, I think if you have, you have to have bought them through the same market, I think. There's a... iTunes? There's only one market, the App Store. No, uh, I, I forgot how it went, but, um... There's some catch? There's another, yeah, there's another way to get the game legally. I think it's Not maybe maybe iPhone. through Capcom's... I don't know, I don't know. I, it, maybe Capcom meant you had to... Maybe they were... It was an Android thing. It was, it was an oh, Android. oh, it's on Android? Yeah. Oh, well, on Android, they're probably saying you have to buy it through the Android market opposed to sideloading it onto the phone. Because with sideloading, it's where you install it from any other source, really. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. probably it. Yeah. Well, yeah, that was just, like, something that people should watch out for. Yeah, but anyway, the announcement that's relevant oh, to well, Nintendo, the announcement possibly. Is that, um, yeah, so we mentioned that the only thing that we, well, I guess that I, in particular, would care about is that they announced a new installment in the Ace Attorney franchise and not just a spinoff, and it turns out they did announce... Ace Attorney 5. Yeah. And right now, that's all they really said. They just confirmed yeah. that it exists. Yeah, that's kind of weird. Now, they didn't even say what platform it's on. They didn't on. say the platform. They didn't say who stars. They didn't see, say what type of gameplay it had. If it's like yeah. real Ace Attorney or if it's like Edgeworth where it's like the third person walking but, I mean, But if I had to like speculate, and this is just speculation, but I'm pretty sure this is what it is. Um, in interviews when um, Capcom was approached about like this Phoenix as a character in Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3, uh-huh. they would... Re- they already like kept referring to Apollo as the protagonist of the series. Like they're, yeah, they already acknowledged him like as the protagonist. Like it's not Phoenix anymore. Well, I could see that Phoenix's story kind of played out. Yeah, I mean, they moved on to a new guy. Yeah, I mean, if you played, it's part... like when Law and Order swaps out his cast after five years. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and if you played Part Four, then you know Phoenix is definitely not going to be the main character. Right. I mean, if I mean he had a pretty but... decent sized role in Part Four, but yeah, yeah. But overall, like yeah, you know, it's it should be more Apollo. But not only that, but um. As of right now, Part 4 is only available on the DS. Uh-huh. So, to put it on any other platform would be alienating any of those people that and just here, have and the here's DS. The, you mean versus the... Wait, what, so are you saying Ace Attorney 5 in your opinion will be on the DS or the 3DS? Well, well I guess 3DS. But just because they figure, they figure most fans would transition to the 3DS? Yeah, not only that, but I mean, we already... Well, actually, we still don't even have official where that Layton vs. Phoenix will come out in the well, States. Well, here's, here's the thing yeah. about Layton vs. Phoenix. In my opinion, Professor Layton and the, it's not, is it Versus, really? Is that the title? Well, they're kind of working together. But anyway, yeah. Well, the, at the, the beginning, the they're Layton, against each other. Oh, but. the Professor Layton Phoenix Wright crossover is a 3DS exclusive. It's been announced since the system was announced, basically. Yeah. And the fact of the matter is, they're going to get Phoenix Wright fans to play the 3DS. Because they're giving them a game with Phoenix in it. 
and Leighton, which is huge in Japan, like Phoenix. So it's and here, apparently. And here. But, um, yeah, it'd be dumb of them once they got that audience on a system today and go, you know what we're going to do? We're going to handicap our sales by putting it on the Vita. Like, putting Ace Terry 5 on the Vita. Like, they have the audience already on the system. So that's the main reason I think uh, 5 will probably be for the 3DS. It's just, they already got people to buy a 3DS to play Leighton and Phoenix's crossover game. Why would they then yeah, move people I mean, again? It doesn't I make sense. I could see them maybe, like, porting it over to iOS eventually, but that's probably after, like, they get, like, a... It's a 24 HD on the iOS. Right. Now, Cause, of course... Because, I mean, they have 1, 2, and 3 HD. Right. And this is part 4, even though none of the Ace Attorney games actually are numbered in the US. Right. One possibility, of course, is maybe it'll be multi-platform. As long as it's on the 3DS, I'm sure you'll be happy, and I'm, I'll be happy. Yeah, I'll be happy. I, I just think it's kind of weird, like, for someone that has, like, a Vita, but, ne- but like, that doesn't want to get a 3DS, but is a big Ace Attorney fan, and it's on any, every platform except... Yeah, it's true. It's have. only been on Nintendo and iOS, hasn't it? Yeah, like... That would be weird if suddenly it jumped ship to PlayStation and had a Vita version. Although weirder things have happened. Dragon Quest is now a Nintendo... Is now on Nintendo consoles exclusively, and it was on PlayStation for the longest time. Really? Monster Hunter is now on Nintendo consoles, and oh. it was the PSP's biggest franchise in Japan. So, I mean, weirder stuff has happened. You never know. That's true. Not because all the keeps jumping around. Yeah. Well, what's yeah. been jumping around, but... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like, uh... I feel like we'll probably stay put on Nintendo, but who knows. Yeah, well, either way, I'm really, really excited about that. I, yeah, when I, I saw the news, I knew. I was like, oh, Jose's happy now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, aside from a few, like, they also just, like, showed, like, some screens from the game and some little... Oh, they also said... Whoa, the... wait, 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 They showed screens from 5? No, from... Oh, my bad. They showed screens from Layton versus Phoenix. Oh, because, <laughs> what? Because since, like, being half of the game being a Layton game, it's it's heavily cinematic and of course it's Lots like of it, it's like movie quality animation right from a legit uh, animation Japanese studio animation studio yeah yeah so it looks really really good and also um for those that don't know they have a like I think it's already out in Japan like they have Ace Attorney the movie it's a live action adaptation right. of the game right and right. It, and they also announced in that event that they're planning a worldwide release from it where they're gonna dub well the movie for each look. Free region. region, yeah. So I'm still iffy about that. But is that I, gonna be a good movie? I mean, you. Uh, I know you don't know that much Japanese, but I mean, I'm have gonna, you seen I'm, the trailer? What do you think? Just looking at the visuals. Um, something that means be it's not gonna action. be good. That yeah. means it's not good. I don't know. It's, a long it, it, um it, is never a good sign. It's a game. I don't know. Like, I remember thinking, like, oh, they should make a movie about this. But then when I saw the trailer for the movie, I'm like, wow, they should. <laughs> like, I wish I could retract that wish. Yeah, I mean. I like the way the Latin route's going with an anime. I, I think this movie would is better as an animated film as opposed to live action. Right, right. Yeah. I could see that, yeah. I mean, it, it's weird because it is essentially an animated story. Yeah. The Latin games, I mean, they're, they're text-based adventures, but still there's a lot of animation. There's a lot of... It's very story-driven, very anime-inspired, I'd say. Oh, yeah. So it is odd that they would suddenly do live action. It's like, remember when they did the Dragon Ball Z movie oh, a few years ago? Oh, yeah. That was horrible. There was all those, like, The Legend of Chun-Li, those weird It was horrible. Yeah, was... Street Fighter, yeah. It, yeah. It wasn't good. Yeah, bad times. <laughs> <laughs> bad times. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, um... Also, this is also probably of interest to you. Uh, did you see the Xenoblade Chronicles fan vote? Oh, yes, I did. And that's actually something I'm also very pleased about. Mainly because, um, I don't we don't, as far as just, like, Nintendo fans go, we don't really get much say. Yeah, Nintendo as out. a company 
its attitude, at least up until it got really big on social media this year, yeah, or just, last year, was... You get was, what you get. Was, yeah, it's like, our, we love our fans, we appreciate them, and I know this firsthand, because I interacted with Nintendo directly, and they, they gave me hundreds of dollars of stuff. They love me. But, um, or at least they did at the time. <laughs> Not to but humble brag, but, um, yeah, they their attitude is, we love our fans to death, but we're the ones making the decisions, you get what you get, like he said. Yeah. So this is interesting that now with social media, they're kind of flipping it. Yeah, so it's pretty nice that um, for Xenoblade Chronicles, we get the fans get to choose through Facebook, right? Yeah. Um, which box art, which alternate box art they want for the game itself? One of four. One oh, of one four different four? designs. Oh, I've only seen two so far. Yeah, Man, the, both of those look great. It's actually fine because you kind of missed the vote. I think the voting ended sometime Friday. Oh well, either way, they all look they all look really good. I, I don't know. I was kind of indifferent to which one got it just because I thought they all look great. Yeah. And besides, they're just um like. For any other, there's a bunch of games that do this. Um, you have the regular box that has the Wii logo, but you could take it out. You could take the right, insert you take out, out the sleeve, and you flip, flip it, it over, put it in, and it's just art. Yeah, and you just get like this nice big, art. very cool art that spans the front, yeah. the back, and the spine and of the box. Yeah, and the spine is the only part that has the the lo- like the name of the book. I mean, the name of the game. <laughs> the book. <laughs> yeah, the book. <laughs> the, the, yeah, the, the fine literary tales of the Wii title Xenoblade Chronicles. Yeah. But yeah, um, yeah, that is very cool. It's, it's nice seeing Nintendo do that. And, and you know, between we were saying earlier how it's cool that Nintendo's suddenly doing all these events. I think social media has really changed how the company markets to people. Iwata said this in one of the recent investor meetings, if not the one we talked about last episode, then the one back in October, where he said they need to capitalize on social media and they need to really that's the way they market. That's why they have those Nintendo Direct videos with Reggie and, and those I, commercials and Iwata in Japan. Which commercials? The Oh, yeah, I guess Well, they not. always have commercials. No, well, uh, I'm talking about the ones with the, the casual guys or the ones that are... Oh, the, the four guys that are just messing around? Yeah. Yeah, I guess that kind of fits it because it's just kind of like average Joes playing the games. But what I was more thinking is um, they're really latching on social media and using it as almost a new way to market, in addition to those ads. Like uh, the, like I was starting to say, the Nintendo Direct videos where there's Reggie or Iwata talking about new announcements. That's... Through YouTube, they're talking directly to the fans, not through to the press who then report to the fans. Like, they're taking this very new direct approach. Yeah, with their when they want us to send us a picture of no, they want us to send them a picture of us playing the Wii or playing Zelda. Right, and they do weekly contests on Facebook. Yeah, like, oh, like, do, oh, do you want to be fan of the week? Yeah, yeah. Zelda and, fan of the week, or blah, blah, blah. and now they have a Club Nintendo contest where if you send a picture of why you love Club Nintendo, they'll just give out uh, 3DS game cases that hold 18 games to random people that submit photos based on the well, not random, based on which photos they like. But it's, it's a different Nintendo than it was even, like, three or four years ago. So, I mean, they used to have their forums back, the Insider forums, yeah, but only, a few years only earlier. Like big but fans really, s- like, only access them. Oh, no, no, no. Those forums were huge. Trust me, as a moderator, those forums were huge. It was like, I don't know the exact number, but I was hearing, the few times I asked Nintendo, like, how what sort of size audience they were dealing with on that forum, like, the member count, we're talking tens of thousands, possibly wow. 50. I don't remember the exact number. This was like five years ago. But they shut down, I think, five years ago. But no, it was huge. You have no idea. It was like anyone that had any interest in Nintendo. Oh, I guess I wouldn't. I mean, I remember just creating an account, but I never used it. Uh, Yeah, uh, one of my friends from high school, he had an account that he used barely while I was on there like all the time. Like, obviously, I'm a hardcore fan, so of course I'd be there. But even casual Well, I mean, I consider myself a hardcore fan. I just never bothered with it. Well, I mean, hardcore in like the community. Yeah, I only... Created just to register games, which right. didn't give us nothing at the time. But. No, they gave screensavers. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. But yeah, no, well, at that well, time, And, at and that... the Kirby's Epic Yarn Stylus and the Quill Stylus from... Oh, right, 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 right. No, those are pretty awesome. At that time, and you're thinking Kirby Canvas, Curse, not Epic Yarn. 
Yes, I am. Yeah, uh, at that time, Nintendo called Nintendo to exist. It was still my Nintendo. And they didn't want to reward any random fan who did stuff. They wanted to reward the dedicated fans who talked on the forum. So that's they invented the Sage program, which I was one of the second brag of the night. I was <laughs> one of the, um, or day, depending on when you're listening to this. I was, one of the, <laughs> I was one of the first round picks for the Sages. And basically, these were people who Nintendo said, hey, you're a very big fan. We want to reward you. You get a special rank on the forum. You get a special forum you can talk in. Yes, we had our own forum that everyone could see, but only we could talk in. How, uh-huh. like, elitist is that? <laughs> but, and then we and they encouraged us to write reviews, and they would quote, quote the reviews. I was quoted on Nintendo.com's homepage four times, and I was in Nintendo Power three times. Like, it gets around. Uh, Nintendo really used us as the marketing. So that was a, I feel like that was the start of the social media thing, but now they're really embracing the fact that Anyone who likes Nintendo, anyone who likes them on Facebook, anyone who follows them on Twitter should have access to some of this stuff. Should be able to be in a conversation with Nintendo. Which is why they have the Rhythm Head launch event. Which is why they have Nintendo Direct. And which I think to a large part is why they're doing rewards through Club Nintendo. Mm-hmm. And rewarding experiences such as you pick the alternate box art. Mm-hmm. And I'm off my social media soapbox. <laughs> but see, I, I do social media for a living. So naturally I get very excited about this sort of stuff. But um, yeah, I think that's... I think it's all part of Nintendo's new marketing. Well, it's a really cool thing that they're doing. I mean, I don't know if it's because we don't really keep up that much with what, like, Sony's doing in their marketing, but it doesn't mm-hmm. sound like it's... Like, I don't think they do... Fa- well, they have the Sony... To Sony's credit, they have the PlayStation... I don't remember what they call it. Well, the like, Sony and Microsoft, blog. just, like, what they're doing compared to Nintendo as far as, like, it, marketing. It's different. Outs- it's very different. Sony has their PlayStation blog where they communicate directly with fans that way. Microsoft has Major Nielsen, who... Or Nelson, not Nielsen. uh, has Major Nelson who's like their Twitter spokesperson he handles all their community relations so there are different things but and for the longest time I was like why doesn't Nintendo have a Major uh, Nelson why doesn't Nintendo have a blog but they're finally I think they're finally up to par if not beyond it with all these various launch events so it it, yeah exciting stuff for a Nintendo fan like me and this is someone I'm almost done (laughs) and this is someone who's experienced all of Nintendo's different marketing strategies I was a sage I was there when they didn't have any interaction between the forum and the current social media. There was just nothing. And now there's this. I've been through the... I was there when Camp Hyrule was still... When they did that weekly thing during the summer, Camp Hyrule. Oh, okay. There's like a forum and a the chat banner, room. There's a forum, a chat room, giveaways, all this stuff in a one-week event. It's like a special forum event but on a separate site. And the, I moderated that too, actually. Those are huge. You could talk, talk with the localization team and do this, that, and the next thing. And it's really cool, and they had all these giveaways, but um, that's a whole nother thing. So I've been through like four different <laughs> types of Nintendo marketing, and yeah, their social media seems to be the most rewarding to the biggest audience, so I'm happy with it. I think, I think they're on the right track. But yeah, I'm now done with my social media soapbox for reels this time. Well... But uh, but now you get to talk about yeah. <laughs> well, sales. We go, <laughs> we go from the social media soapbox to Jason's sales corner. We don't have a cash register. You get a sound, double dosing of Jason right I now. I know, isn't it great? We don't have a uh, cash register sound, do we? This is like the third episode where I'm like, you know what we need? When it goes Jason Sales Corner, there needs to be like a cha-ching, and no. Yeah, I, 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 we, I, we need I, to get on that. We need to get on that. Or maybe it just means that we shouldn't have one. No, it means we should. And I'm going to keep bringing it up every episode till we do. <laughs> I'm sorry, people. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair warning. You might want to just like. Never listen again. No, I'm kidding, of course. Um, Don't do that. We do appreciate every one of you listening. Um, especially you. Yeah, especially you. <laughs> you right there that's listening in your car slash on stereo slash using headphones. 
or on a train or on a bus or on a plane. You, yeah, you. See how specific. Or on a chair at home. Or on a chair at home. See how specific we were to your situation. Anyway, <laughs> um, Jason Sales Corner, NPD, they track video game sales. Their January numbers are out. So, of course, I got to talk about them. And they're not too good. In fact, they're really kind of depressing. For what the do you mean, industry. Jason? Let me tell you, Jose. Uh, sales. This is combining hardware, software, and accessories. Sales were down 34% this year, this past January over January of 2011. Instead of bringing in $1.14 billion, they brought in $750 million. Now, I know that's still a good chunk of money, but in terms of software, sales are the lowest they've been since 2004. 2004. Eight years ago. Did I do that math right? Yeah. Eight <laughs> years ago. <laughs> eight years ago. That's insane. Damn, we're 2012. Oh, it's kidding. Yeah, we are. World's going to end in about mm, 10 months, so brace yourself. But um, <laughs> December 21st, my calendar. <laughs> but um, yeah, software's the lowest it's been since 2004. That doesn't bode well for the industry. But now, people. Software seems like it's at its peak. Well, it's, I don't know. I don't at remember. Its peak? I, it's at the opposite. Eight year decline. <laughs> well, part of the well, issue. What, came, what was in 2004? What, what, I, off the top of my head, I have no idea. 2004 was. No, Metro Prime 2. I think. Yes. Wow, we're lower than that. I mean, I'm not saying that's a bad game. I love that game, actually, but... It didn't sell as well as one, no. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, it lo- well, keep in mind, I'm talking the whole industry, not just Nintendo. Oh. So Halo 2 might have been that year. No, it wasn't. Don't quote me on that. Doesn't anyway, sound right, then. No, it doesn't. 2004 is lowest level, and part of it there is there is no new releases in January whatsoever. We're talking about. In fact, if you look at the top 10 software chart, they're all from last year. You're right, did we buy any games in January? No, and I'm talking all platforms. Besides There's downloadable nothing... games? Yeah. No, not at all. There's oh. nothing of significance across any platform. It is bizarre. Usually, like last hall, 2011 going into 2012, there were a bunch of delays from the holidays that came out in January. So it was a pretty good first quarter. Nothing this time. So wow. as a result, top 10 software is all old software, like I just said. Um... The ones that are of interest to Nintendo fans, possibly. Just Dance 3 is still doing super well. It was number two. Yeah. Uh, you sound thrilled. Mario Kart 7 came in at, coincidentally, number seven on the chart. Woo! It's a sign. And uh, Skylanders, um, which yeah. is a whole phenomenon now. I like your <laughs> your, mon- your one-syllable thoughts on each game. But um, Skylanders, which is really a phenomenon in terms of, like, the toys are selling out everywhere. There's a shortage of them. It's, yeah. That came in number nine. On the 10. Top 10. Two of those three games I just listed were multi-platforms. That's not even intent- looking only at Nintendo. Only If you look strictly at Nintendo exclusives or first-party games, Mario Kart's the only one that charted. Hmm. So, just something interesting. Better one than none. That's true. And actually, Nintendo did release some kind of sales numbers from January. They didn't release sales numbers from January. They released lifetime sales for a number of different things. And then using some simple math, you can kind of deduct how much... Or deduce what the January... Is there a way of saying they did bad? Yeah, well, everyone did bad. So, or Microsoft was the only one that put out um, sales numbers for the console. Because they and, uh, were showing up. Yeah, 360 represented... The Xbox 360 covered 49% of all hardware sales for January. Who's still buying that, that Well, the Kinect's huge now. Xbox basically had a renaissance. Who's buying a Kinect? Well, Xbox has like a renaissance. It's weird. I guess. Yeah, it's actually on track. If it continues at the rate of continuing, it could surpass the Wii in terms of... And no, yeah. Well, I, I know, yeah. I mean, like, for the audience, that's not... That's me. not us. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, no, it's uh, the 360 represent 49% of sales for January. That's a big chunk. That means the PS3 and the Wii 
or obviously less than, combined, represented only about half. Xbox did half of all sales. It sold something like 249000 I might be wrong about that. Something like that, which means that the Wii and PS3 each kind of sold more than, say, 220000 200, Like, it's just... It was a slow month. It's a good thing Rhythm Heaven comes out next this Monday. Yeah, it's got very boost sales. Yeah, that's yeah. like a Pad Pro. Yeah, you get to wait. Yeah. Well, it it came. Well, do we yeah, know how a, that? Yeah, that's did? a system seller. I mean, it's only come out since Tuesday. Do we have any numbers on for that? what Resident Evil? No, just a Circle Pad Pro in general. Like. Oh no no no, it's way too early. Um, and it's only GameStop exclusive, so. Uh, that's true. Well, so, I mean, when I picked up my copy, February, I saw one. They probably got two in, <laughs> but February um, sales numbers come out. Around this time in March, so we can look at it then and reevaluate. There won't be a Jason sales corner between now and then, I'd imagine. Unless Nintendo's the second investor, me. Aww. I know. So you have time to find the cash register sound, is my point. Aww. Yeah. But, um, I'm going to procrastinate well, the hell out of that. Yeah, I'm sure you will. But <laughs> one, more, one more interesting sales tidbit. Like I started saying, Nintendo didn't actually release numbers for just January, but we got some new totals so we could kind of figure out the numbers. The 3DS is currently... The 3DS is currently sitting at 4.23 million in the U.S. alone. Which, if you do some simple math, it was at 4 million last time I get, did the sales corner. So, it sold probably 200,000 since the last, since, in the, since December's reporting period ended. Of course, Nintendo at that time said over 4 million. So, realistically, it's a little less than 230,000. But it's somewhere around there. Hmm. Maybe. Now, the big flaw with that logic, I'll be honest, is that I just said the Xbox covered half of all hardware sales. So, how did the, so then how did the uh, 3DS get 230000 Does that mean the Wii and the PS3 <laughs> sold 11000 combined? Like, it doesn't add up. But if Nintendo said it was at $4 million, over $4 million in December, and it's now at 4.23. So, they're, it's still selling, is the point that I'm getting at. Um, so, that's good. Right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, GameStop's actually selling it for only 150 until the end of this week. It might be over already. Like, well, I mean, like, I mean, ever since they, Nintendo got their stuff together with the 3DS and... Price dropped yeah, the games. I mean, like, chatter has been increasing, like, especially around the elementary schoolyard. Oh, yes, because you work as a teaching assistant, so yeah. you would know. Yeah. Um, and also, some other lifetime sales so far. Uh, Mario Kart 7, sitting at $1.7 million, And Skyward Sword, sitting at $1.3 million, And I believe... Uh, Mario Land, or why do I always botch that name? Super Mario 3D Land. I because say, it's such a it's so jumbled. Name. It just doesn't make it's not it, like a logical could name. Could have been better. We could come up with a better name right Super now. Super Mario Land 3D. Done. Yeah, there. <laughs> I win. <laughs> but uh, 3D Land. Come on. Yeah, it's like it, I know why. Super it, 3D Mario Land. Super Mario. No, it should be Super 3 Mario D Land. But um, I believe it sits at one point. Two million. I don't have the number in front of me, unfortunately, but I believe that's what it was at. Uh, oh, here we go. I do have the number right in front of me. Thank you, Internet. Liar. It's actually... I'm sorry. I got some of those numbers backwards. Oh, God. I, I wrote them down wrong. Uh, let's restart, everyone. Oh, God. <laughs> Mario, no, this will be quick. Mario 3D Land is the one at 1.7 million. That makes sense. It came out a month before Mario Kart. Yeah, Mario so Kart about 7... <laughs> Wait, what did I just say? Did I botch it again? You said Mario 3D was at 1.7 million. Right, okay, good. Mario, seven, Mario Kart 7, 1.3 million. Skyward Sword, 1.3 million. Yeah. I got the two Marios mixed up. Of course. Which yeah. is totally understandable. They have Mario in their name, and they both star Mario. 
Yeah, Mario. I mean, they're on the same display case in most stores. It's like, oh, it's the Mario triple and something. Yeah, they have the Play Inside Mario's World as the marketing campaign for both. Yeah, like half is, like half of the display is Mario Kart 7, the other half is Mario 3D Land. Yeah, Super 3D exactly, Mario yeah. Land. So I'm glad I clarified that. But uh, yeah, so sales are good. They're continuing to sell well. All of those were over a million back in December, so they're still selling. It's not like they just fell off the face of the earth. <laughs> so Nintendo may be on their way to, at least with Mario Kart and Mario Land, having uh, for more evergreen tiles. It's a game that just keeps selling forever. I mean, Mario, New Super Mario Bros. sold for the longest. Mario Kart DS, Mario Kart Wii, those games sell really oh, numbers yeah. every month. So these seem to be on track. Yeah, so, cool. so these are on track to becoming future Nintendo Select titles, I guess. Possibly, possibly. Probably or maybe not. not, because they don't need to if they sell so well. That's true. Could well, go either way. I mean, Smash Bros. just barely became one. But well, Smash Brothers actually didn't sell as well. Uh, Brawl didn't sell as well as Melee. Yeah, but it was like priced at forty nine for like, I don't know, forever. Oh yeah, I know it sold well that they were able to. Do. I'm just saying it sold a little less than uh, than Melee. No. But uh, to wrap up the what's up with Nintendo, look at Nintendo news. We I love when we have random news stories. We yeah. had Justin Bieber back in uh, during the holidays, and now we have a dog, a spokes dog. We went from Bieber to a dog. It's pretty awesome. Pretty. Pretty horrible. Yeah. Um, have you seen any footage of the Academy Award nominated, the artist? <laughs> Ever since um, you told me about him, um, yeah, I just want to see what the it's dog that looked bla- like. It's a black and white movie, yeah. old school. Yeah, he, the dog from that movie and from Warframe. Like, actually, like, when I saw it, I was like, oh, wow, it's a, it's a celebrity dog. It's, yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah, but this dog, he's also in Warframe Elephants. His name's Uggy. He just retired from film. He'll be at the Oscars later this month like he will be on stage at the Oscars performing yeah, his little doggy tricks what? I said maybe you could get a paw print oh like an autograph from yeah, a dog yeah, a paw yeah, print yeah because he's not gonna write it yeah <laughs> clearly he's a dog thanks yeah. for clarifying <laughs> yeah because I knew only you would get confused oh I, I would I mean I thought all dogs had thumbs and could write in my mistake anyway he's Nintendo's <laughs> new spokes dog Uggy and he's going to be promoting the Pearl Pink 3DS and Nintendo Dogs Plus Cats. Presu- Two dogs. Presumably. To humans? <laughs> no, to, presumably. I mean, the smokes dogs. Wait, what are you trying to say? You didn't see, you should let me finish my sentence. Presumably to women. And then you jumped in and said to dogs. Oh, so he's a spokesperson to women. No, he's a, because, he's a spokesperson. Because every dog. woman can relate to a dog. No, no, not like that. I he's guess a... that kind of makes sense. I'm just, no, I'm just kidding. I do not want. I, I take that. <laughs> That's kidding. You're going to get so many angry. Well, first, we need people to listen to this. Then, if they listen, you'll get so many angry uh, tweets and things, <laughs> comments. I condone. Jose, the, the opinions of Jose do not represent the opinions of the New Town podcast as a whole or of Jason. They there, do. we're out of hot water. You're still in it. They do. They do not. Anyway. I said too much legalese for you to reverse it. Anyway. So anyway, um, Pro Pink 3DS. For those that don't have a 3DS and want a Pro Pink one, now you can. <laughs> That's exactly what the slogan is in the commercial. Want 3DS? Want in pink? We got it covered. But yeah, he's promoting them. So be on the lookout for Uggy commercials. Right now, all they're using him for is cute Facebook photos. Oh, it's was, just like, look at this dog. Was the DS Lite? Um, it came in pink. Pearl Pink. Yeah, that's it. Was it the same name? Yeah, different shade, but same. Yeah, because like, no, it was pink. It was rose. Ah, uh, yeah. So I was wondering because like Nintendo has this thing of like not using the same name. Like they had Jet Black, Onyx Black, yeah, Cosmic yeah, Black. Yeah, it was rose. You're right. It was rose. Yeah, it's not going to be. It's because they're not quite the same color, and they don't want to mislead consumers. No, oh, Jet Black and Onyx Black seem pretty similar. Yeah, but they're not identical. One's Onyx and one's Jet. Yeah. Yup. Yup. 
No, seriously, <laughs> that's their logic. Is they don't want someone that has an ox one to go. I I want this exact shade. <laughs> and go get Jet and be disappointed. That's a stupid Okay, honestly, the real... Clearly, no. that means they've encountered that problem in the past. And, <laughs> and got sued. No. no, I think the real reason is marketing. It's just like, why rehash a color when you could have a brand new one with a cooler new Yeah, name. Spice Orange. Yep. I, I, I like Spice Orange. I wish I got a Spice Orange. I w- they had Spice Orange GameCubes in Japan. Did you know that? Oh, Not yeah. I, I, was, I was jealous. I kind of... Yeah, I wish I had Just that. like, my orange is my favorite color, so like, by the end of the console cycle of said console like the DS and stuff they always make the orange one yeah and I already have mine for a long time I don't yeah, want to get yeah, a new I, one I, I had to get a purple or whatever they called it indigo yeah indigo because uh, that was the only one left in my town wait indigo we was... talked about this yeah. in uh, our GameCube retrospective yeah. it was also called indigo for the Game Boy Advance right or was it called purple ah see that was both indigo no I don't think yeah. I don't think the GameCube was called indigo I don't know <laughs> <laughs> the higher you raise your voice the less the more doubtful you are. Because even though they had it for the Game Boy Color, they had that purple. I don't know. Well, point is, they were the same. Well, the GameCube and Game Boy Advance were trying, they were positioning them to be matching systems. Well, so they I, might have shared it. It's a thing we were originally talking about a spokesperson dog. And we are just talking about colors. Yeah. They're colorblind. Yeah, they, they, that's true. That's true. So so it's funny. Uggy doesn't even know what color he's promoting. <laughs> or but uh, poor Uggy. Yeah. Uh, he's actually a rather old dog, apparently. He's like 14 or something. Oh, wow. Um, if I remember correctly. I actually don't know, but I think mm. that's what I heard. But yeah, he'll be at the Oscars. Oh, maybe, like he'll he'll pull, be... maybe he'll pull out a pink, uh, like, pink like, 3DS and start playing looks on Looks like stage. he'll be pushing daisies probably before he'll be digging them up. Really? Oh. You're gonna make jokes about dead dogs? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and bad puns at that. Anyway, What's that... is done. <laughs> Too late now. We Let can't sleeping dogs lie. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. Uh, okay, we're gonna move on from that as quickly as possible. No more puns. Uh, that concludes what's up with Nintendo. But of course, with an episode title like Evil Moves In, we're talking Resident Evil. First of all, I said we're moving away from bad puns, but I gotta point this out. Get the joke? Evil moves in. Evil is now a resident. Resident Evil. Eh? Eh? I can hear you responding, but I think you're laughing somewhere. I think mine's is better. Yeah, maybe. Resident Evil. Let's 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 really for real yeah, get away so, from the puns. Resident Evil Revelations out for 3DS. You're further ahead of it than me. Ahead in it than me. Yeah, I'm what on, do you think? Basically, on the last chapter, so I feel like I have a full grasp of what the game is about. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's um, the demo didn't. I don't know. It the demo was fun, but it didn't really compare to like what the whole game can really. Oh, obviously, well, it's a demo. It's but, a demo. <laughs> all right. Well, very profound of you. <laughs> Well, according to just, like, I guess I don't really have much experience with Resident Evil games, so I didn't really know, like, what to expect coming in. I was expecting, um, I guess just, like, more tense scenarios, but, and less jump scares. Uh, I I was expecting more dead space than, I don't know what. Then, uh, something pops out of an air conditioning duct and you don't expect it. Which is also what dead space does, kind of. Okay, I was expecting more, um, ooh, that game I had for Steam that I started playing and never finished. Oh, you're expecting something where it's more the atmosphere and less... Like, the atmosphere is so creepy, it just puts you on edge and not a so bit, much. Fuck, amnesia. Right. Yeah. Right, right, right. Oh, amnesia. yeah, atmosphere versus... Versus jump... Versus startle. Oogly booglies popping Oogly out at you. Oogly booglies? Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, yeah. That's th- what you th- th- This game is... They're called, called the ooze, by the yeah. way, in, the, in Resident Evil. Oh, really? In Revelations, those guys are called the ooze. I... Those creepy, not zombies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I know that's... I'm, I'm like... 
90% through the game, and I didn't even know that. I think they just say it somewhere in the manual or something. Oh. Or online, I don't know. My point is, what I was, <laughs> what I was, hor- what I was getting at horribly, yeah. totally failed at, is that this game is, um, yeah, for the most part, just a lot of jump scares, and I um, can't really take many horror things. Like, yeah, you jump. I, I, I will be talking to you, and you'll be in mid. I will be in mid sentence, and then I'll slightly change my volume because I'm like excited or something. So I'll be like, "Oh, hey, da 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 da," and when I raise it, you will jump. I'm literally in the middle of talking to you, so you jump easily. But to yeah, so, your credit, Resident Evil does have a lot of jump scares. Yeah, and I don't know. I, I enjoyed it. Like I, they kept me. They kept the. Oh, they kept the pressure going. I yeah, guess. it's actually really fun because like when I'm like. You're always there's always there's always enemies like in every corridor. You're uh-huh. always running away from something. You don't have to like battle every enemy. You don't have you could just run right. past them. But I don't know. They just keep jump com- coming out of everywhere, and you don't see it coming. And sometimes they just fall from the ceiling, and you're just like, what the? Yeah. Yeah, it's actually really funny because I you warned me about the jump scares when I first started playing, and I I don't jump that easily. But as a result, I was like super tense, and I, I didn't even know till I stopped playing. But as I was playing, I was playing with headphones on. So that definitely made the atmosphere worse, or better, depending on if you want to be scared or not. But I was super tense. I was like, every cornerback, I'm not going to get scared. I'm not going to pull Jose. I'm not going to jump. So I was like just sitting there, like really tense, huddled over my 3DS playing. And then I never was startled, but then when I stopped playing, like when I turned it off for a night, I uh, I realized how tense I was. And I was like, oh my God, it's kind of like a crazy like psychological effect on me. Because I was like, like when it was over, I was suddenly like, <laughs> and like super relaxed and I was like whoa I was really tense like it was weird yeah cause after so all those... you <laughs> duped me into being tense cause after all those jump scares like you start like cause um expecting it when they're not even gonna be there well wait, even that cause like, you could um I guess lock on you could lock on in one direction and like strafe right so I would just like strafe around every single corner just cause I wanted to like just right, peek right. at the side first uh-huh. and um and um I don't have the circle pad pro but I thought, like, halfway through the game, I remember I told you about this, that I felt like some parts of the game would feel better if I had the circle pad. Right, pro. right. And weren't you taking a gang one? Yeah, I was, but then, um, yeah, I just... Decided against yeah, it? Yeah, I just decided against it. I mean, I would only be using it for this game. I mean, Kid Icarus, it was mainly for left, like lefties. I'm still annoyed about that. I don't get why lefties have to pay $20 to be able to play the game properly. Yeah. They should give it to lefties for free. You should, like... <laughs> I don't know how they would do that, but... But that's beside the point. Back to Resident Evil. No, oh, yeah, and, um, yeah, so I just played, like, the rest of the game without it, and, I don't know, the gyro, I haven't really bothered playing with, um, aiming with the butt, with the face button. Yeah, I haven't, I immediately turned on gyro when I started Yeah, and, and gyro, it just works perfectly well, like, it's really it, it, it's, responsive. It's, yeah, it's really responsive, like, you, the quick turns, I don't know, it's just, I don't know, it works great, and it makes combat so much easier. Yeah, honestly, because the thing is, when you use the buttons without the circle pad, you have to stop, when you're, either you're walking or you're aiming. That's it. When you're using just the buttons, you can't walk and aim, but if you use the gyro for aiming, you can walk and aim. So that's a big plus. Yeah, well, it makes it easier to walk and aim, because I think you have to lock on. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. With, with, uh, when you're using aiming via the stick, you have to press a button, and then you aim, and you let go of the button, and then you walk. Like, you can't do it literally simultaneously. Oh, but you yeah. Can, right? And you, you can't can throw right? grenades as easily, because, like, right. grenades are, yeah, all the buttons are, right. yeah, they have their own commands when you're using the gyro. Yeah, it's very, very handy. The only downside is sometimes it breaks the 3D, but if you just move with with Yeah, system, I mean, that, that's something that, like, you just, like... You get used to that. Yeah, you, you you learn how to play, like, you move your head with the 3DS instead of just moving the 3DS, like... I know, it sucks when you're lying down on a couch or something, which is how I was playing last night when I was all tense. Yeah, And, I, uh, it... I did break 3D a bunch of times, but I was just like, whatever, I know what I'm doing. Like, I, 
I can still see it. I know it's my fault I'm breaking the 3D, not fault of the game. Yeah, I mean, so. most of the time, you're going to just have to aim in front of you, so you're not really going to have to move it around that much. Yeah. Unless you're finding hordes, and even then, um, you could just, like, um, get out of the aiming, just move your character, and then, like, lock on again, but... Yep, yeah, but yep. besides that, like, I don't know, the, the single player, it's it's an experience. Any 3DS owner that just wants, like... It's an very... Adventure game. Yeah. To me, it was very console-like. Like, yeah. it wasn't like, like, a lot of handheld games, you're like, oh, this is clearly a handheld game. It has that handheld feel. But, like, it's not quite up to the snuff. episodic like, yeah, has made it, it feel like a handheld. Well, yeah, but overall, the fact that it was so story-driven, the fact that it was so cinematic, the fact that it had um, as good a graphics, that's, I'm sure... Oh, the visuals. It's, man. Man, when, when, when you get to the casino and, like, the, the grand hall, it looks... The like, graphics are yeah. really good, and it has some really nice lighting effects and really nice other... Yeah, it, it's really good. But, um... Yeah. What was I starting to say? Oh, yeah. It really does feel like a console experience that's just on a handheld. Not yeah. so much like a handheld game that's like a, you know, the, the weird stepbrother of the of the console game yeah, or something. Like, like, it feels like a real part of the Resident Evil franchise. Yeah, which Capcom, like, really says it is. Like, they were considering naming it, it Resident Evil 6. Yeah. But yeah. then they're like, oh, we're gonna get Backlash, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I mean, first of all, like, most Nintendo people like us, like, we didn't even really play the first. I played 4. <laughs> I have it on Wii, Resident Evil 4, but that's it. Yeah. But, um, one thing, you kind of touched on this. I really like the episodic nature. Oh, I like, yeah. it, it's nice bite-sized chunks, but it still feels like a full console experience, but they're in these, like, 25, 45 minute, depending on the episode, chunks. Yeah. And the best part is the recaps they do. Yeah, like, like the way it starts, like, it always starts with a different character's voice. And it's like, last time. Yeah, like, in pre- the, in previously pre- on Resident Evil or something. Yeah. It doesn't and, quite and, say that. Yeah, and then just go, like, weird names, like, Raymond, how could you? John, Chris. It's literally like you're watching, a, it's like you're watching last time on, on Days of Our Lives or some, like, soap opera catch-up or some CW drama or something. <laughs> if we don't get to the button, the world will explode. Yeah. And then they roasted the button and blah. That's and then, a, yeah. Oh, that's another thing. They have good cliffhangers at the end of each episode. Because how many episodes are there? I think there's ten. Right. And like each episode ends with this very dramatic cliffhanger. <laughs> and it's like, do you want to save and continue or do you want to save and quit? And you're like, well, I want to know how it ends. <laughs> I have to go do stuff. So like, it, they do a good job of hooking yeah. you but giving you an option to get out within a reasonable amount of time since yeah. it is a If it wasn't game. for that, I probably would be like on episode five. But because of that, I'm on episode nine just because of those yeah. cliffhangers. Yeah, the story's kind of all over the place. Though, it, 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 it hook. I don't know. Like, it gets me really it's interesting, interesting. Yeah, but there's so much like made up stuff that's just like you just have to roll with the logic, even if it's not there. Yeah, I feel like I would have enjoyed this game more if I had been a long. Yeah, but I mean, they have like fun. they have all these different organizations, all these different things, and they make up all these words and all these terms and all. Yeah, these but, but that's the thing also, like, because I'm assuming like if you've been a long time, you'd be like kind of used, used to it. You'd be more used to, but a just because like because I can accept a lot of like. Things that people would consider stupid about the Phoenix Wright series just right. because... No, but I'm just all, saying like, a lot of the reviews were even saying that. It's like not convoluted, but it's just like all over the place. Oh. But I, it's it's good for what it is and it's very entertaining. But if you're going into it and expecting this deep, cinematic, like strong drama, no. It's kind of... I, I feel like, they if have people, like six if people were looking for a strong cinematic... Like, they a, a strong, they would want well-written Gear. drama. They want Metal Gear, which comes yeah. out next... Two weeks, two weeks. Mm, no. Oh, yeah, February. yeah, yeah. I thought you, uh, for a second there, I thought you were talking about Revengeance, which is like what no, they shouldn't no, no, no. be looking you mean Mal- for. Oh, Mal- Gear Reven- Re- Revengeance. Yeah, they right. created their own word. I know, I forgot about that. Yeah, no, I'm talking uh, Snake Eater on 3DS. If you're a 3DS summer looking for a deep drama, Snake Eater. Yeah. But, uh, no, it. I 
I do like the episodic nature. Though. Oh, and um, one last thing about the game, the multiplayer. Um, I have yet to try this. Yeah. I'm very curious. Unfortunately for Jason and people that don't play their games that more than suck like, at games like me <laughs> more than an hour, um, you cannot play the multiplayer until you've beaten the first three missions. Just and to clarify, I play more than an hour. I play like hour ten. Anyway, um, all right. <laughs> well, and it makes sense because the multiplayer missions, well, the levels are essentially the levels you play through in the campaign. Oh, that's why they do it. Yeah, so they don't want you, like, spoiling a level for yourself. Right, you're talking about, this is the raid mode? Yeah, raid, ra- raid mode are essentially co-ops, um, co-op speedruns. Mm-hmm. That's all you do, they're just co-op speedruns, except um, you get, like, a crazy, like, a servant of en- enemies. Think um, Super Mario Advance, Super Mario Advance, where you got, like, super giant shy guys and super tiny shy guys. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's like that with the ooze. Yeah, you get super giant ooze people, you get tiny ooze people that run super fast. And... <laughs> it's kind of funny, actually. Yeah, it, it, and then um, what's really cool is that, it has a leveling system, so after you beat each mission, you get points that you can spend in the store, you level up, which lets you, you can buy new guns, and then you can you customize your guns. That's very really cool, and it has online and offline, right? Like, yeah. it's local and, and online. And, um, it was really easy to find a partner, like, I played with some random guy, I already, I don't even How, know. Can you communicate at all? Like, are there... No, you can't communicate at all, I mean, like, it tells you, like, they're ready to play, so... Is there, is there no, like, I could have sworn in manual, I saw something I mean, he was a, like, if you press A and down, or B and down, you'll nod in approval. If you press left and B, you'll give, I think they called them emotions, and it's like, you'll give a disappointed face, and like, all these different... Oh, well... I didn't, Check the manual, I guess. I, didn't I, read, I, I, I haven't tried it, so I don't know if it's really there, but I remember seeing something about emotions in radio. Oh, well, we didn't really get to do that. I mean, uh, all, all it really seemed like we were just both like kind of rushing through it. Right. I mean, he was like a level 6 and I was a level 1, so he replayed the first like 5 levels with me. Right, right. But um, he just like left all the items for me because he had like a crazy ass gun that killed everything in nice my head. That's nice of an on- random online guy. Usually they're very selfish online. Well, I, I guess he felt like, oh, no one else is playing. Might as well <laughs> Might as well make the best guy. of this, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, it was fun, and um, like, it'll only be funner with like someone you know once you're like getting later levels, right? But yeah, as in me is what you're getting at. <laughs> once yeah. I catch up and we can play online, but um, so okay, yeah, because I need to blame someone if I lose. Yeah, of course, because you can never blame yourself. Oh no, I'm not too. Bad. <laughs> uh, so if you had to rec- if you had to, if someone asked you should I buy Resident Evil, I'm guessing you'd say yes. I say buy it right now. Like right this second. The moment I tell them. I, Assuming it's at the time that wherever they want to get it from. Actually, they can buy it online because you God, can. What? What is with this episode? We're making such weird comments. Anyway, well, yeah, because yeah, they can buy it right now, anytime. Basically, online. you would say yes, go buy it. They okay. wouldn't get it that same day because I mean, if you buy it online, then you have to wait for. Order. You know what? The Rhythm Heaven Party launch event toy messed with our brains. We're making so. We're both of us are making so many bizarre comments tonight. <laughs> uh, which makes for a better podcast, I hope. But um, yeah, I think I. Uh, since I'm sure you are wondering too, I think I would also recommend Resident Evil. It's definitely, it's pro, it's the first must-have third-party game on the 3DS. Yeah, and considering it, um, like almost every review is saying it's better than Resident Evil Five, and don't it's th- a good, oh, and, and don't think that's not saying much. Like Resident Evil Five is a great game, especially when you play with someone else. The only reason it got so much backlash was because the AI compute, the AI was. Your AI partner was the so AI, bad that it made it hard to play. The AI is actually kind of dumb in Resident Evil yeah, Revelations but, as well. Yeah, but, but, but it's think, designed for it to be unobtrusive. Right, right, it's out of your way. And the other thing I was going to say that's totally unrelated is we didn't touch on this, but the atmosphere is so good. Like, we touched on the graphics, but it goes back to the narrow corridors of the original. Oh, yeah. The cruise ship, like, there's tons of... You're, you're stuck on a boat for a good chunk of it. And there's tons of nooks and crannies, and you go winding down these staircases and hallways, and... 
it really helps Which with makes the atmosphere. It helps those jump moment, those jump scares that we were talking about earlier. It really helps. Like, yeah, because you have like almost nowhere to run away. Exactly. And those boss battles, man, you have like. Dude, weren't you stuck on one for the longest time? Yeah, the first boss battle when I was trying to unlock raid mode. It wasn't until later that I figured out just like how to. I mean, Resident Evil bosses. You were using have, the wrong gun, essentially. Well, well, that and um, Resident Evil bosses have kind of a, like a technique to fight them. Right. Well, some of them, yeah, it's like. Right. Run away from them, shoot at them. When they get near you, dodge, run away to the other side. But right. It's a little more complex than that, but that's the gist of it. You'll know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but yeah, so I guess that's two solid recommendations for Resident Evil. Yeah. So, if anyone needs a new 3DS game, that's the one to get, at least until the onslaught of Metal Gear, Kid Icarus, etc. But keep in mind, this is a new original game for that's this. That's true, not... Metal Gear's a port. So this is, this is the first fully original, fully flushed out, Super good 3DS third yeah. party game. There's been other, but this is probably the best of the bunch, cream of the crop. Yeah. But um, in addition, in a total polar opposite, in addition to Resident Evil, uh, the two of us played Mario Party 2 on the Wii Virtual Console. Yeah, I mean, out with the new, in with the old. Sure. Uh, we actually <laughs> played it thanks to Club Nintendo because uh, Club Nintendo, it's a new month, which means new games you can get with coins. And this month for February up through 29th, you can get. Mario Party 2 for the Wii, yeah, or Artakami first semester. Oh, which explains why we street pass someone with it. That's right, yeah. The, at the Rhythm Heaven event, there's that guy that was playing Artakami. Yeah, we're like, why does he have this game? Yeah, oh. but he got that probably for also 150 coins, because it's the other game. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's Mario Party 2. It's yeah. fun. It's, uh, it's the game we played the most as... It's my favorite out. Mario Party. Yeah, which is like, why, like, yeah, I mean... I've, I've I mean, a, you got it too, right? No, I never owned... Oh, on Wii? Not yet. I was just playing multiplayer with you. Oh. Because we had a couple friends over in addition to just us. Oh, yeah, because... It was, it was um, like a full onslaught of Mario Party goodness. Yeah, because this game definitely, like... It's the best of Yeah, yeah for both of us, like, it gets our nostalgic chords. Well, here, here's the funny thing about it is I never actually owned Mario Party 2. Oh, I huh. own Mario Party 1 on the N64. Mario Party 2 comes out, I rented a bunch from Blockbuster. I used to always rent games from Blockbuster. And then I was like, I'm not gonna... And then by the time I was like, you know what, I should just buy it. Mario Party 3 was announced, and about come out. I'm like, you know what, I'll just buy 3, it's fine, it'll be better. Nope, 2 is better. So I never bought 2, because I bought 3 and I had 1, and I was like, okay, let's try this again. Maybe 4 on the GameCube will be better. 4 is pretty fun. Nope, not better than 2. So, long story short, I never had Mario Party 2. Um, and I'm sad. The Cosmic Party theme was really cool. I mean, yeah, I also... Like the the mini games were really good. Yeah. I mean, I was just lucky that um, I had a cousin that had a copy, and we just always played his, and it wasn't until, like, a couple years ago that he just gave up a 64 and decided, oh, you guys could have it. I'm like, oh, Right, cool. right. But I'm not going to go and connect with my 64, well, my brother's 64, and look for the cables and whatnot. When so. you can just play it on the Wii. Yeah, it's free, essentially. Yeah. If you have enough Club Nintendo coins. And that's something I really love about Club Nintendo, is these new monthly game giveaways. Great way to spend coins, because, I mean, they have cool physical swag, but it's really cool to have, um, it's really cool to have the awesome, uh, digital content that you can download and play right on the spot. You don't need to wait two weeks for your ship, you have endless replayability with, like, Mario Party. Yeah, and what's funny is that I was actually really considering getting Mario Party 2, like, a couple, like, weeks before, like, I was like, oh, man, I have 200, like, play coins, I only need 800, I don't want to get it. Play coins, you mean? 800, 800. Nintendo coins? Points. Points. Coins, they're coins on Club Nintendo. I think they're points. No, they're coins because it's sure they're, they're coins. coins. You want me to pull up Club Nintendo's website? Show you they're coins. Pretty sure they're, they're coins because they're Mario coins. They have Mario coins all over the website. They're coins. Fine. They're coins. Two hundred of them. <laughs> two hundred of these currencies. I had two hundred things and I needed eight hundred more things and I didn't want to buy it. 
ten, a uh, one thousand. Yeah, with a thumb. Wait, what are we talking? I'm sorry. What are we talking about? Points <laughs> for what? Are you talking about Club Nintendo? Oh no, I was just saying that I was considering oh. buying it with real money. Oh right. But WiiWare then... is points. Club Nintendo is coins. So when you were saying the points, I, I thought the... you were talking about the yeah. Club I was Nintendo saying I was points. considering buying it and. The e- sorry, in the I, Wii Shop sorry. channel for points. Sorry, it's, it's yeah. I, and then miraculously... Rhythm Heaven fried my brain, that's all. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yes, I was going to So buy. you were right. Yeah. Okay. You're like, yes, of course I was. <laughs> you could slap. Anyway. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it just worked out perfectly that I didn't have to Yeah, spend and it, it is a very good game. Really fun party game, even to this day. It holds up well. I mean, yeah, the I nostalgia, didn't... I thought, blind to me when I was like, oh, it's so great. But we played... What five rounds that one night? With yeah, some we friends. weren't even really tired of like. No, it, it is a really fun game. It still is. It, yeah, it's a good game. It's pretty ridiculous. Just like some of just like looking back at the old things, like the just the encounters with Bowser. They're just pretty funny. Like how they do the superstar thing. Remember when you turn the Koopas into frogs and then? Oh yeah, yeah. The Cause, wizard well, battle. Yeah, because each because each board. Uh, this is the one Mario Party, I think, that does yeah, this. It's each a costume party. Is, is, yeah, it's a costume party, so each board is not just themed, but the characters wear different outfits, and at the very end, to announce the winner of the game, they don't just announce the winner, they have the winner go save the day from Bowser, who does some stupid thing, and then gets killed in an even yeah. stupider way. It's great. So you're finding in, like, um, Spaceland, you're finding, like, Space Commander Bowser, or... Who has a little land. spaceship that you're able to confuse by running around it really fast, because, you know, he can't just shoot a laser at you and kill you. You have to run around him and he chases you. But, yeah. but no, it's a really fun game. Definitely worth the free... And you get, um, your, like, ten coins for buying it, and your ten coins yeah, for so service. Yeah, so it's really 140 so. coins, which is, like, three game registrations, two V, one DS, one three DS. Yeah. So... It's worth it. But, uh, yeah, that's, I mean, that's pretty much all I've been playing. Is there anything else you've been playing? No, still almost done. Besides Rhythm Heaven, of course. Oh, yeah. But Can't I mean, reiterate that enough. That's a great event. Yeah, I, I mean, just almost done with Bionic Commander, but not, yeah, I'm just finishing those old games. Right, right. Yeah, uh, so I guess that pretty much wraps up episode seven, Evil Moves In, of the Ram Nintendo podcast. Yeah. Uh, once again, can't stress this enough, Nintendo, you gotta do more events. Rhythm Heaven launch events, super fun. Yeah, I mean, just so happy. You know, I'm just really happy about the fact that it, it was of, all, of all, yeah, it was really like. Well, that's like your favorite franchise. Like, yeah, like I only have like, you know, Rhythm Heaven and Ace Attorney, like right, the Smash right. Brothers, the the trifecta, the of, trifecta of Jose gaming. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, they gotta do more of that. That is great. Um, oh yeah, I don't know if they will anytime soon. I mean, GDC is coming up in San Francisco, so they have a booth yeah, there. Yeah, we have convention season. Yeah, oh, convention season! I'm excited for. There's E3. There's Comic Con. There's gonna be. Going forward, there's going to be tons of news from both of those. So even if there's not a Nintendo event, we're still got plenty to talk about and oh, plenty yeah. for people to listen to us talk about. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, in the meantime, uh, we have Episode 8 coming up in two weeks. We'll be talking Rhythm Heaven in yeah. way more detail. We barely scratch the surface when it comes to the game itself. Yeah, there's, there's so, so many things like that. People won't even realize when the American version comes out. Right, so we're going to look in-depth at Rhythm Heaven Fever for the Wii. comes out this coming Monday... So go check it out, and we'll yeah. provide you with some insight that even if you own the game, you probably won't realize yeah, maybe, or think about. Maybe you'll catch the fever. Don't. Please don't. We have too many puns this episode. <laughs> just, just stop. You know what? Before you even keep going, let's wrap this up. So, as always. Yeah, we gotta keep our good rhythm. I, I want to kill you. As <laughs> always. Um, thanks for listening. Feel free to leave us a comment on randomtow.com under the episode 7 blog post. Or hit us up on Twitter. I'm uh, JSR7. Um, 
Wero. <laughs> I'm in trouble there. You want to say that again? <laughs> no, it's on the website. It's okay, like, yeah, yeah. Just go, just go to meet Jason. Because even if I said it, um, people probably won't get the spelling. Yes, of course. Yeah. Yes, I really need to stop you before you start making another pun. I feel it coming on. So, yeah, thanks for I'm, listening. I'm liking pun heaven. That one doesn't work as well. I'm I'm not, I know you're going for rhythm heaven, pun heaven. Didn't work. Not, not, not amusing. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, you sound so hurt. Anyway, um, thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, have a great couple weeks, and we will see you next time. Yeah.